into the first episode of Morningside Hoops of the new year. So excited. I am your host, Aaliyah Funchell, joined by my co-host, Kyle Matrician. Hi, Kyle. How are you? Aaliyah, happy 2024. <laughs> happy New Year. How was the energy? It was good, right? Like The energy of 2024 so yes. far? I think the energy's been great. Good. I know, good. you know, personally, uh, doing a lot of good things. That's good. What about you? Energy is high. I'm, I'm happy to be back in New York. I spent the last three weeks in Kansas, so um, I'm back. You're back. And I'm very happy. So I'm very happy to be back. You're yes. back. I feel like I've been a domestic traveler here yeah, over you have. the last, you know, went to Chicago for the holidays and then straight out to San Francisco with the women's team mm-hmm. who transition we will be speaking with today, uh, Abby Shu and Nicole Stevens. But, you know, obviously the women's team was out in San Francisco for a week to take on the University of San Francisco and Pacific. We'll talk about those games. We'll talk about their Ivy League opener uh, and the f- teams. That they're doing well right now, Aaliyah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very, very well. And um, I think we should explain to our listeners of our new podcast um, kind of plan going That's into right. the new year. That's right. Um, that we're going to be speaking to the teams who are playing at home on the... The week of the podcast. Yes, the week of the podcast. Um, this way we can you know speak to them more in depth and... And it's just um, easier to to get everyone here. So That's right, um, easier to schedule. Yeah, you know, a lot more flexibility. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're just gonna focus on the teams that are home this week. So for the first uh, home weekend of 2024, that is the women's basketball team. They are home Saturday against Cornell, and then Monday on Martin Luther King Jr. Day against Yale. Currently riding an eight-game winning streak after winning their last seven non-conference games. And then uh, really controlled their Ivy League opener. I know they weren't completely happy with how the Ivy League opener went against Penn. But from an outside perspective, uh, you know, after they went on that run in the second quarter, they pretty much led by double digits nearly the rest of the way. Mm -hmm. Penn made a little bit of a run like any good team would in the fourth quarter, chipped it down to seven. But Columbia wins by 13, starts the Ivy League season with a win and looking to extend that winning streak more this weekend. I just can't believe we're already in Ivy League play. Like, that's, that's crazy. So... It, you know, it, it does. It, it sneaks up on you it, every year. It really does. And I feel like once we get to January, like this is obviously a very serious time of college basketball season mm-hmm. in terms of conference. Uh, this is, you know, and non-conference stuff really matters too, especially to teams that are looking to get at-large bids and into the NCAA tournament. But uh, Ivy League season, Columbia defending its Ivy League title for the first time ever after uh, winning last year's regular season with a 12-2 and record. So, looking to defend that title and they get to play their first three games at home to, you know, hopefully put up a, put up a good opening mark and uh, cement their, you know, obviously I think that everybody expects this team to be in the Ivy league tournament come March, you know, which is going to be hosted right here at Levy and gymnasium. But, uh, you know, they really want to get off to a good start and uh, they really have a good opportunity this weekend to, to increase that record to potentially hopefully three and zero going into a big one the following weekend against Princeton. So definitely good to get the momentum rolling. Definitely good to get the momentum rolling. But with that being said, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got Nicole, two of the seniors, Nicole Stevens and Abby Shu, to kick off 2024 on the Morningside Hoops podcast. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com 
and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. JAG Physical Therapy is proud to be the official in-network physical therapy provider for Columbia University Athletics. JAG Physical Therapy treats patients of all ages and abilities, including care for general orthopedic, sports, and musculoskeletal injuries, workers' compensation cases, and Medicare patients. With over 130 facilities throughout the New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania area, there is sure to be a location convenient for you. Get back the life you love with JAG Physical Therapy. For more information on the services they provide, or to make an appointment, visit jagpt.com. That's jagpt.com. New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area, nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. And welcome back to this week's episode of the Morningside Hoops podcast. We have Nicole Stevens, a 5'7 senior from Pickerington, Ohio, and Abby Shu, a 5'11, right? Are you six, six foot. foot yet? Are you six foot? Yeah. Okay, six foot senior from Parkland, Florida. But what do you call home now? I know home's changed a little bit, right? Um, I guess Kansas City. Kansas City now? Yeah. There Go we go. Chiefs. Yep. Are you a Chiefs, Chiefs fan? Chiefs. Dolphins? Both. Both. You're a Chiefs <laughs> and a Dolphins fan? Yeah. You know what's really funny is my, this is not even a joke. My nephew is a Chiefs and a Dolphins fan because really? he really likes he really likes Tyreek Hill. Oh, and okay. And so he was a big Chiefs fan, and then Tyreek Hill obviously on the Dolphins now. So then he became he wants to like both teams. But since he's mm-hmm. nine, we'll allow it. Yeah. I did get him a really nice uh, Chiefs hat for Christmas. But he's not a Chiefs fan anymore. He is. He's oh, a Chiefs okay. and a That's Dolphins good. fan. That's good. Yeah, he's rooting for both. Well, Dolphins got, have pretty colors. And when they play each other. Ah, uh, I think he roots for. He needs one of those like. Uh, I think he roots for the Dolphins. Kelsey I'm going to say right now because Tyreek Hill's on the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. I he think needs that's... like the half and half, like the Tyreek Hill half Chiefs, <laughs> half Dolphins, like Jason Kelsey's I mom. I will think about that next yeah. year for there Christmas if he's still a Chiefs and a Dolphins fan. All right, back <laughs> back to why we're here. Uh, Nicole Stevens and Abby Shu, uh, two of the seniors on this year's women's basketball team, were home this weekend. Uh, we got Cornell Saturday right here at Levy and Gym at 2 p.m. And then Yale on Martin Luther King Day Monday at 2 p.m. So a big weekend for the women's basketball team. Winners of eight straight games heading into this weekend. Looking to make it 10 straight. Nikki, let's start with you. Good to see you. It's been about a year. We were talking about this before we got on the podcast. How you been? Good. How have you been? I mean, not that I've not <laughs> talked to you in about a year, but the people haven't heard from you in about a year. The Morningside Hoops. The Morningside Fans. Hoops listeners. Yeah. How you been? Good. Living life. Living life. Living the dream. Um, let's talk about you. Let's start with you a little bit first. Uh, I feel like last year your role on this team really increased, and this year, and then you had obviously the injury last season that kind of put you out for the re- for the remainder of the year. But this year, coming back and back to full strength, it looks like for you on the basketball court, really doing a lot of things to help the team contribute to the team's success. 
Coach G and a lot of her media interviews brings you up all the time, especially recently with how you've been playing. So just talk about how your roles developed over your last four years through your collegiate career and kind of how you see yourself now. Yeah, so my role has definitely changed in the last year. And then being on the sidelines and just learning from the coaches and learning from our captains like Lil and Carly, who had so much knowledge of the game, just like taking in everything. And I think that's been my biggest contribution this year is just bringing the knowledge to the younger girls and even the veterans and just kind of keeping that calm presence and the poise. Nice. Abby, this is what I was going to, this was, this was my one actually planned thing for this podcast was oh, nice. to ask to have them talk about each other. So Abby, what have you noticed from Nikki this year, like over in the development of her career from her freshman year to now? Yeah, I mean, I think just the confidence, and I think she always had the IQ and knew what to say. It's just the confidence of actually speaking up and, you know, being a vocal leader that she's stepping into this year. Um, I think that's the main difference. But Nikki, ever since she stepped on this um, camp, she always has been like a really smart player. So, yeah. and one of the big things that you guys have gone to of late is this uh, this five guard lineup and. Nikki, I know you're coming off the bench right now, but the guards, and yourself included, have been huge on the glass, and I feel like that's something you take pride in. So talk about talk about your guys' like guard mentality with rebounding right now. Yeah, I mean, this is a conversation I've had with Coach Sai, and just being able to be on the glass defensively just allows for a lot uh, more primary opportunities and just getting the ball up quicker instead of our forwards getting it and then looking for a guard. It just allows us, allows us to push space. All right. And then, Nikki, I'm going to throw the same question back at you about Abby. What have you noticed about Abby this year? I mean, I think coming into the year, a lot of people that follow the program, you know, I've seen Abby develop since her freshman year going all the way back to 2019. And um, But this year, it just it feels like she's hit a whole nother level in terms of her scoring and offensive play and obviously on defense with the Coach's Challenger to be Defensive Player of the Year. So what have you noticed uh, in Abby so far this year? Uh, the biggest thing, we'll start with offensive end, is just not being a three-point shooter and living by that. I think she's done a great job of getting to her spots and getting downhill, which just opens up so much more for us. Um, so being able to be a three-way scorer, I think she's taken a big step in. And then defensively, on-ball defense, um, I think she also has always had a knowledge of the game, but this year I think has taken a huge step with that and just knowing the scouts and also leading us on defense and reminding us of small things. Abby, what's your assessment of that? Thanks, Nikki. (laughs) Appreciate it. (laughs) Abby, coming into this year, did you, did you feel like with the, so many players graduating last year from last year's Ivy league championship team that you were going to be, counted on to be more of a scorer maybe than your last three years or is that something you just don't even think about and you just play the system as it is every year oh i guess yeah just because we lost some like i guess dominant offensive players even though we we gained some we gained a lot of you know young people and then nikki she she didn't play last year so it's just like you know i knew in the beginning of the season it was going to take a while for us to get our footing i guess offensively so i knew at least in the first couple of games, I was going to really have to like maybe carry that load. But I think now everyone's kind of stepped in their role and like it's not just, you know, the Abby show or whatever. It's like everyone's getting theirs. So, yeah. And somebody who's been really hot for you guys the last couple of games has been CeCe, Cecilia yeah. Collins. I mean, she had that huge game on New Year's Eve against 
Pacific, where she scored a career high 29, 29 28. points, 28, 29, <laughs> 28, 29. I don't remember. I think I don't know. I'm gonna I know, check. Like I remember 30. I was like, "Dang, you should have got 30." <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, and then in the first uh, Ivy League game at home against Penn, she had she led everybody with 19 points. So, I mean, what has it been about Cece? Do you feel like she's it just took her maybe a little bit to figure out the system here at Columbia, and she's coming into her own? Do you think it's just primarily matchups in terms of who we're playing from on a week to week basis? What do you, What do you think it's been for her the last couple games? Um. Yeah, I think she's just gaining confidence more in confidence with every single game and then you know she's always been a scorer like even you know at her last school I think she's been the go-to player so I think um she's just yeah finding her rhythm within our offense um and then I mean I think that just goes to like how hard it is to guard us like one through five or one through 15 whoever's on the court like could score you can't put a bad defender so so on anybody because we could all score so I think. Yeah, and going off of that, I think we've asked her to change a lot of roles. So, like, she at Bucknell, she's playing point guard, and then coming here, we have her playing the four and the five. So, I think kind of finding her own within our system because we ask her to do so much. Yeah, and going back to how many points she scored against Pacific, I pulled it up and it was 28. So, good you. job. Good See? job. See? You guys are taking over. You Spe- want? <laughs> speaking of speaking of though like something that i've enjoyed watching you guys you know i've been around the program almost three years now is um you stepping into leadership roles so like what have you learned about yourself as a leader and like the way you like to lead i i realize a lot of you lead by example for all of the newer players so what have you learned about your leadership styles yeah for me i've always been someone to pull someone aside and lead them that way um but i've had some conversations with the coaches and like abby and they need me to lead outside of myself and like make sure everyone's hearing it. So I think I've taken a step the last over break and just fulfilling that role. Yeah, I think um, first, I think you said it like first, I need to make sure I'm in check, like mm-hmm. make sure everything's just like I'm doing it to the best of my ability to, to be that example. I think same Nikki says the same thing. Like we have a lot of young kids looking up to us. And then same thing, if I see something, someone not doing it right, or I know they could do it better, just, you know, being able to call them up in that moment, or even like if it is pulling them to the side and just being like, hey, listen, like, because some kids, I think just having that relationship with everyone on the team and knowing how they respond best is Mm -hmm. just like, was the biggest thing in learning the team this year. And does it help your confidence on the court knowing that the coaches are are fully like bought into your guys' leadership and saying, hey, no, like the whole team needs to hear this, not just on the side. Like does that help like your game at all? Like knowing that the coaches are that confident in you? Yeah, I mean, I think they've always had that much confidence in us and then they've kind of just been like I wouldn't say begging us, but yeah, I guess like begging us like yes, yeah, just yeah. like please take that step because mm-hmm. like we are we do um, say we're a player-led program, so mm-hmm. it's like we can't just say that. We actually have to do it, and so that just like gives us more confidence in our identity as a program. So, uh, at, I've asked. I think on our first episode of the podcast, I asked uh, Riley and ooh, who was our other guest? CC. It was Riley and CC. Why did I forget? <laughs> uh, I asked them this question, so I'm going to ask you guys the same question. Obviously, coming into this year, as I alluded to before. Uh, half the team is new half the team is different right so i think you guys had such a challenging schedule especially front loaded in november going to the bahamas to face georgia and florida playing duke at home playing seton hall at home uh going to stony brook who's a really experienced team and then playing two big east teams back to back and you know now that you guys are on this eight game winning streak do you feel like 
that those first few weeks of the season, you guys had to like take some time to like play together and build that chemistry with with it being such a new team. Uh, and do you guys feel like you're starting to maybe peak at the right time, Nikki? Yeah, I mean, um, I think that's definitely contributed because we also had some veteran players like Noah and I returning from an injury, even Kitty this past summer. So we knew it was going to take a while, but I think what's like pretty cool about our program right now is that we haven't even hit our max potential. We haven't put together a 40-minute game. And I think this, the last few games we're getting there, and that's the exciting part going into conferences. We know that we haven't even got the best of us. And you say you haven't put together a 40-minute game yet. And uh, talk about that more specifically in terms of, let's, let's say, the first Ivy League game against Penn, right? Uh, people may look at the score, they'll look at the box score and be like, oh, Columbia was up 20 midway through the third quarter. Uh, they were never really threatened in the second half, even though Penn did cut it to seven at one point. You guys win the game by 13. But I know to you guys, that's not good enough, right? So kind of expand on that a little bit and what you guys think you could have done better. Yeah, for example, I mean, their um, subs that were coming in were just hitting shots that they normally don't. And I think that kind of took us off balance a little bit. And then we fell off of our principles and became undisciplined. So just learning from that, no matter what happens, like we're sticking to our game plan, our principles, just being disciplined within the defensive side. And then Abby, on your end, uh, I feel like uh, for you, uh, from a coaching standpoint, it can be a challenge when you know you're re you're relied upon to like take a lot of threes especially when you're open right but if the first few don't go down like for you how has that development been over the last four years to know to just keep shooting no matter what yeah I think that's something I struggled with my early years like probably freshman and sophomore year um I think to be a shooter and lack confidence it's really tough especially if, if the ball is not going in the hoop but I think just having you know, everyone in this program has instilled the most confidence in me saying like, hey, even if you miss a shot, that's a great shot for us. So, you know, I, I was hard on myself and that didn't go in just knowing that like that's a part of our offense. That's a predictable shot. That's what we want. That's kind of helped me be able to keep taking those shots even. Yeah, like you said, it's not going in the hoop. And like I said before, the coaches challenge you, and I'm going to talk to you about it on the podcast. It's probably the only time we'll talk to you on this podcast until maybe right before senior day. Um but coaches challenge you to be defensive player of the year. So what do you feel like has changed uh, uh, for you personally? Like what have you worked on over the summer into this season and on your defensive, on the defensive side? Because looking at the stats, I mean, it does show even on the stat sheet, you lead this team in block shots. Uh, you're averaging like over seven rebounds per game, <laughs> right? So what have you done to focus on that defensive effort to kind of be a two way next level player? Yeah, I think in the summer we played a lot of pickup and I think, Nikki was a big part of that. She challenged me every day. And then whenever we had guys in playing with us, I always made sure, you know, I was guarding like either the fastest player or just try to put the toughest matchup just to build those habits and like guarding different matchups throughout the whole summer. And then, um, yeah, just getting stronger was a big thing. I think being here this summer helped a lot. Um, shout out Tommy and Yuki. They really, it makes a huge difference when you stay here. And then um, just having that strength, it's, it just gives you confidence knowing that, like, you know, you're not going to be thrown around or anything. So um, I think it just built a lot of confidence in myself knowing that I could, you know, take on the best matchup. Um, and, like, I think for me that translates to my offensive game, and which is, like, just stacking up confidence, as I like to say. 
um, on both ends. Tommy and Yuki being Tommy Sheehan and uh, Yuki. I hope I don't mess this up, Yuki. I'm so sorry. Yuki Miyazawa, the two uh, sports performance coaches on the team, uh, really helped the team, you know, behind the scenes in the strength room, conditioning, pregame, postgame, all that kind of stuff. So I, I have some questions, too. Um, so more so like the messaging in the locker room when it comes to conference play, because obviously last year there was a bad taste left in your mouth before making the WNIT. So how do you, and last year, a big theme was revenge tour, but with, you know, half of a new team, how do you kind of like message in the locker room, how important and how meaningful some of these games are, you know, revenge tour type of game. Um, Like what's the messaging there to kind of get them on board to have a chip on their shoulder? Yeah, I mean, before starting um, Ivy play with Penn last week, I kind of was like, hey, I, I already know other teams are saying that, like, either, oh, we're not as good as we were last year, whatever, just anything that they could say. So almost take that and make that your narrative if you mm-hmm. want. And, like, um, just know that, like, there is something to prove for us, you know, that, you know, we didn't fall off or anything. If anything, we're a better team. Like, just make up – Coach G always says it's like make up a narrative if you have to, but, like mm-hmm. – you have to go out there knowing that, you know, we got to kill these teams. It's not just like, a, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that, was a good, that was a good answer. Uh, well, I have like a fun one. Like yeah, that. let's go. Okay. You want to go with the fun segment? Yeah. Well, not. You really just need to name it that. <laughs> fun. Aaliyah Funshell's fun segment. Yeah. That's a mouthful. Fun with Aaliyah Funshell. Yeah, there you go. Um, so the other day we posted on women's basketball, the pregame handshakes. Um, oh, my God. Put a little, I, I watched this. This was great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, put a little question box on the story, like which ones are the best. And so we have Nicole here with us. You're the one participating in all of these handshakes. So which one's your favorite out of the oh, starting lineups? Putting wow. her in the hot seat. Do, wait. Uh, you don't need to say she... mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we have someone, a lot of people were saying that Fliss's handshake was kind of boring. I, I urge people to go watch the video so they can have a visual. Um, Abby's is a classic. Love Abby's. But I, I personally, I think Perry had a really cool one. Or, or Cece's are also very good. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I mean, both of them are also fun because we just like talk to each other through it, which is it's fun to engage with. Um, but I mean, they're both they're both amazing because we got Perry. <laughs> <laughs> we have Perry getting into her bag and then Cece like just that. unlocking her swag. So I mean, it's kind of hard to go with which one. Yeah, but yeah. those are definitely top two. Top two. Yeah. Okay, Perry and Cece. And how did um. Because our social intern, Grace, she's great. Um, she was asking what the forehead thing was about. So is there any deeper meaning? Like, can we can we get a behind the scenes of how you figured that one out? She just has a big forehead. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that really <laughs> all it is? Yeah. That's the awesome. power of the big forehead. And uh, yeah. I guess one other thing for my little segment here. Um, we have to talk about it because Abby's here. Social media stardom getting a big head avi had a video made about her by someone at columbia and oh had like i thought this was over. millions of views nope this is the podcast where we talk about everything so what was that like like i know you're not a big social media person like was that like i don't know what was that like like seeing a video about yourself being made and, and handling all of that oh i was definitely flattered like a <laughs> thank you to that girl who making that but um it was just kind of funny because a lot of people even from back home were sending it to me so just it reached the most random audience which i thought was the funniest part like mm-hmm. people who i haven't talked to in years are like oh what came up like that's just the power of tiktok i guess so mm-hmm. um yeah to me that was the coolest part just seeing like 
there was even people on you know KD's team last year, like mm-hmm. all the way in Cali. I was like, how does that even? Yeah, but yeah, it was funny. It was very entertaining to watch. Yeah. Honestly, it really boosted our our TikTok numbers. So this is a plug to the women's basketball TikTok to go follow it. Yeah. Wow, Shameless. your rapid fire questions blew up. It has like like a million something views, um, <laughs> which is good because I told Abby to have more enthusiasm. Because yeah. I was like, wait, can you have more enthusiasm? So I'm glad that that you came that you came ready and that I don't know it was just a fun thing to to watch so that's it for me is that and that's the fun segment brought to you by Aaliyah Funk Shells <laughs> she's looking f- she's looking for uh, presenting sponsors so if yeah. you're out there and you, I mean hey you have a decent following on social media that's yeah, modest you have a great following on social media sorry <laughs> Thank you. sorry yeah we'll, we'll get a sponsor for for the segment for sure you uh <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> Um, so you guys haven't had that many road trips this year, and you're playing your first three Ivy League games at home until you, you know, and then your first road trip in Ivy League play isn't even really a road trip because it's just a single at Princeton, which is like a day trip to go to go over to Princeton. So from your road trips this year, them being at Stony Brook, in the Bahamas, or in San Francisco, which we were in San Francisco for a solid Ever, week. Forever. Yeah, it was a long time. And I and I know a lot of people went to San Francisco probably straight from wherever they spent the holidays, like myself. So you probably felt like you were on the road forever. Uh, so what what has been uh, one of your top moments? And I, you know what? I'm just going to cross out the Stony Brook trip because I can't imagine there was a top moment from the Stony Brook away trip. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so between our two other trips, Bahamas and San Francisco. Bahamas, we were there for like five days, right? And San Francisco, what was what was what was a moment that stood out to you? fun moment or maybe a not as fun moment the water park probably the water park in the bahamas Nikki conquered her fears what did she Aww. do tell us well i don't know if you want to show your fear <laughs> i went down the slide oh <laughs> that's great i'm terrified Aww. i'm terrified of heights okay yeah. so and what like, it was actually a big moment and like when your stomach drops going down the slides and like abby mm-hmm. and cc are like your stomach's not gonna drop like it's fine and i'm going up the stairs not looking down and then we it's like four or five person ride and we get in, and Abby is like laughing, and she's like, "You're gonna have like four drops." <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was fun. That's amazing. And so, then being able to see Katie, and then watching her play. That's awesome. Yeah. What yeah. game did you watch? Uh, Penn State USC. Oh, you watched the second game that they played. I went to the first game, like the last, like the last quarter of the first game that she played, but I didn't make it to the Penn State game. Um, I want to expand more on your fear of heights. <laughs> <laughs> So is your because like when we fly in a plane does that does that play in or you're like no because I'm not in control like yeah that that's different because you're yeah, inside something it's different and I can like shut the windows and everything it's more so like being able to see down so what about like when you maybe have a recruit in or like you're showing them the city like and you go to the top of the Empire State Building like do you just sit those ones out yeah I do now they took me one time to the edge the edge yeah yeah it was horrible and they knew <laughs> after that not to take me you can put um, it back up. All right, so big moment. So our moment number one was from a, from a road trip was Nikki conquering her fear of heights on the big slide. Congratulations, Nikki. Thank you. Uh, Nikki, what's your? That probably wasn't your favorite moment though. So what was your what was your moment? Probably getting dim sum in San Francisco. Ooh, yes. Explain, expand. Yes, this is a good topic. Yeah. Well, my favorite cuisine is Asian cuisine. And I've gotten dim sum here, but being able to see if there's a difference, like whose is better, San Francisco. And then Abby and Coach G took control 
and decided to order it for everybody. But it was fun. It was fun. We got to try some new things. What was it that Coach G loved? Oh, my God. The turnip cake. I don't like them. But she, like, always swears by it. Every time we get them some, she always has to get an order of it. And I I don't think it's that good. (laughs) No one liked it. And then we started playing a game called – what's that game? Oh, the moon? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We should play right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) We're going to play right now. Aaliyah, have you played this before? No, I don't know how to play. All right. Well, first of all, I just want to say the dim sum experience, yes, I agree. Fantastic. Um. It's so, better in New York, though. Huh? Yeah, I, agree. I, I think dim sum in New York is a lot better. Okay. That's good. Good to know. But. That's good, Abby. Let's play. Why don't you explain the game first, Nikki? And then we're going to play because this is a solid podcast game. Uh, so it starts with like me saying what I can bring to the moon. And you guys are trying to figure out what you can bring and then what the pattern is. Oh, okay. It. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Nikki, why don't you start? We'll do an easy one for Aaliyah since she hasn't played before. Okay. So, I'm going to the moon. Wait, question. Do I say the pattern or I just like... Yeah, but I, you know you it. You're it out, You'll see. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, listen to us play yeah. okay. and then, and then you join in. Okay. I'm going to the moon and I can bring a... a blackberry you're going to the moon and you can bring a blackberry this is not where i thought it was going to start <laughs> can you bring a banana yes i can bring a banana all right she can bring a banana can you bring a balloon yes is it everything that starts with b no oh <laughs> um can i bring i don't know yes uh, i don't know can i bring a kiwi no but you can bring a blueberry. I can bring a blueberry? Yeah. Oh. Can I bring... Uh, can I bring a bouncy ball? Yes. Nice. Can I bring a gorilla? Yes. What Is it the like heck? the first letter that what you're wearing? Yeah. Yeah. Color so of your sweatshirt. First letter oh. of the color of what you're wearing. Wow. That yeah. was a hard one. <laughs> right. Right. They get pretty detailed. Yeah. They uh-huh. do. They can get very detailed. That's not actually not. That was hard. I thought you were going to go a different direction. Names. No, was it too easy? The names one? I thought it would be too easy. Uh, she's a, she's a, a <laughs> beginner, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaliyah. I'm oh, going okay. to the moon. All right. Okay. And I can bring. Can you stay there? <laughs> wow. I'm just wow. Wow, Leah. Wow. Sorry, my intrusive thoughts took over. Going to the moon and I can deduct your paycheck. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Going, I just had to <laughs> Going to the moon and I can bring mangoes and Mm, I can bring mangoes and mats. It's your last name. Yeah. Well, well, I'm trying to help her. <laughs> I'm trying to help her. Try, trying to help her. Too easy. Okay. Well, I was trying to let the beginner figure out how the game is played. Okay. okay. I got one. All right. Okay, let's go. I'm going to the moon and I'm bringing Nikki. Um. <laughs> can I bring you? Yeah. Actually, that's a tricky one. I'm going to say no. Okay. Can I bring that microwave? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Is it things in the room? No. Oh. Can I bring a water bottle? Yeah. Wow. Can I bring the chair? Yes. But can I bring you? Yes. 
Whoa. Can I bring Aaliyah? (laughs) (laughs) That's a tricky one. I'm going to say no. Okay. Oh. Can I bring the soundboard? No. Wow, okay. (laughs) Wait, did you ask something else? Yeah, I asked if I could bring the microwave, and you said yes. Oh, no, you can't. (laughs) See, now I'm thrown off. You can bring Nikki, though. I can bring Nikki. And I can bring a water bottle. Yes. Can I bring Nikki? No. Can Kyle, can Aaliyah bring Kyle? No. (laughs) You can bring Aaliyah, though. Wait, can Kyle go? No. Oh. <laughs> is it just Kyle? It was me? Yeah. <laughs> well, what was it, though? Explain it exactly. Just you can't come. <laughs> oh, so if I asked if I could bring something. Yeah, no, you I That's couldn't. why it was tricky. I was oh. like, I could go, but you can't. Oh, my God. Okay, oh, interesting. Okay. okay. I have a hard one. Let's a hard let's one? Try yeah. It. Like, very hard? Um, okay, go. I think go. All right. We're just going to see how this goes. I'm going to the moon, and I can bring eels and elephants. Can I bring mm, eels and elephants? Can Uh, I bring a... Oh, go ahead. Can I bring an eel? No. Can I bring... Can I bring a yellow tiger? No. I had a method to that. Can I bring a snake? Uh, no. Definitely no snakes. <laughs> Nobody can bring a snake. Can I bring a liger? Like a light? No. <laughs> no. 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 I see where you're going there, yeah. but no. Eels and elephants? I can bring eels and elephants. Can I bring um monkeys and... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry! Definitely can't bring that. <laughs> Well, can she bring monkeys? Uh, no, she can't bring monkeys. No, hmm. nobody can bring a monkey. There are no monkeys allowed. Hmm. Huh? Yeah, elephants. Can I bring an encyclopedia? Uh, no, you can't bring an encyclopedia. I can bring an encyclopedia. I could definitely uh, bring an encyclopedia. Is it like um, things that start with the letter of your middle name? Oh, I don't know your no. middle name. Me. <laughs> like, that's not no. Fancy. no, it's nothing to do with anybody's oh. middle name. <laughs> okay. Um. I'll give you a hint. But it might confuse you. Coach Sai can bring a yo-yo. <gasps> oh, can I bring a helicopter? No. I tried that. Oh, you did? The, la- the last letter of your name? Oh. I tried that. Oh. No. He's throwing us off. <laughs> Wait, Sai can bring what? Uh, you want me to tell you what you can bring? Yeah. You could bring. You could bring icicles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Nikki could bring. Uh, can I bring an eel? No, no eels. Icicles. What can Nikki bring? Nikki could bring. Uh, she bring intelligent people. <laughs> oh, can I bring a apple? No. First um, vowel of your name. Oh, actually, so 
Yes. Okay, fine. You can bring an apple. You were right. You got it. <laughs> you got it. Oh, that's hard. First vowel. First vowel in your first name. Wow. Isn't sometimes Y a vowel? But sometimes Y is a vowel, but Y is only a vowel when it's necessary. So like in Coach Sai's name, whose name is Sai, C-Y, oh. it's oh. a vowel, so she can bring a yo-yo. Necessary. But in my name, it's not necessary, so my vowel got is you. E. Mm. Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm. See, Nikki? But then I wouldn't bring an icicle. I would bring... Oh, yeah. Your name begins with A. Yeah. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going with I for icicle. Like the game. I know. I did. You know what That's I... That's why you're what, not coming from. What, what, I meant, <laughs> what, I meant, what I meant to do when I was playing with John and a couple people on the trip is it was supposed to be the first vowel of your name that isn't the first letter of your name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that so that's sense. why I said, that's why I was oh. supposed, like you were I technically because Abigail. Yeah. And oh. then you were I, actually all three of you were I, so that was wow. really weird how that worked out. <laughs> or I could have been E. You could, yeah, Abby with the A-B-B-E-Y, but yeah. I was going by your mm. your birth name. That's Throwing a fun game. Off. That's yeah. a really fun game. Well, like we said, women's basketball two on an eight-game winning streak, ten and four, one and zero in the Ivy League. Two games coming up at home this week, but it will be the only time this year in the Ivy League season that you guys play on a Monday, and that's because Monday is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. There is a lot going on around your game for MLK Day, which I do want to get into before I let you guys go. Um, some of the things that will be going on this Monday for the MLK Day game will be there will be actually be an MLK quote on the We Roar Together Lionhead on the video board during pregame. So that'll be that's cool. You guys are also going to be sporting some nice warm ups, which hey. I heard about. Did you hear about this or is this breaking news to you? Breaking news. Wow. Breaking news. Wow. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um that that has like a Martin Luther King quote, I believe, on the back, uh, and kind of sporting the the whole We Roar Together uh, initiative here at Columbia University. There's going to be a clothing drive for the Harlem Link uh, Charter School during pregame in the lobby. There's going to be, like I said, the MLK shooting shirts, um, and Harlem United is going to be at the game. Uh, the game will be in support of Harlem United, and there'll be a lot of information about Harlem United uh, displayed during the game for so that fans can like see what that's about. But speaking of part of the, uh, that kind of ties into a lot of this, you guys, your season campaign this year is about empowering the youth community, but specifically the Harlem youth community. So can you guys talk about some of the things you did this year so far uh, in support of your campaign and some things maybe you have coming up on the horizon? Yeah, so we um, have partners with this school called Harlem Link. And we've visited twice so far and we've kind of built a relationship we have these um, this thing called accountability partners. So me and Riley, who were accountability partners, we have a classroom and then so on throughout the team. And we also do these Zoom calls with them about like once a month. And it's kind of cool because we're building a relationship. It's not just um, a general relationship. It's like we have these specific relationships with the classrooms. And, you know, last time we went, we made snowflakes. So it's just, you know, doing stuff with them. They'll ask us questions and um it's just yeah a really cool thing and then like you said we're doing this drive coming up um at our at our games these this next week so donating clothes to you know the the kids and their families um for this winter and then trying to think what else we have i know we have some other stuff coming up i know we definitely want to keep like visiting them and like keep that relationship going um besides that do you yeah, Nikki, talk about talk about some of the visits to the Harlem Link School this year and like what's been like really special for you. 
Um, definitely just like engaging with them in their um, classroom setting, like um, if that's reading to them or just like asking questions and getting to know them. It's also been really cool um, seeing them at our games and like making signs for us and like they have our favorite animals and favorite thing to eat and um, just building that connection with them has been really fun and like kind of the jokes and um, stuff that just stays around within our team like we, we're just so excited after we break from our classrooms just talking about what we did what funny moments there were and it's definitely created a bond that's awesome well you guys have definitely done an amazing job with uh, all the campaigns that you guys have started since coming back from the COVID break and uh, I think this campaign uh, aimed at the youth community and the Harlem Harlem being, you know, our local youth community here at Columbia University has been really cool, really special. And I know that all these initiatives are, are things that will continue to be done for years to come here in the women's basketball program. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, well, I just want to thank the two of you guys for joining us here today. Like I said, two home games this week. I don't need to go over them in detail again, but wishing you guys the best. I'll be there. Aliyah will be there. Aliyah, uh, I heard you're doing a little sideline reporting, but we'll talk about that in our close. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to the two games this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks yeah. for coming on, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. See you guys at the moon. All right. That was Nicole Stevens and Abby Shu, our two guests this week. Abby doesn't want to take me to the moon. That's, That's okay. okay. Yep. That's okay. You know, some you win some, you lose some. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that you was a some. fun game, though. I, I like, obviously, like, with our new podcast structure, it gives us a little bit extra time, like, with each of the players. I like that. Um, So that that was nice. And then, you know, having two seniors on feels like we've known them forever. So it was fun. It really does. It really does. And like we said, the women's basketball team in action this weekend at home, Saturday against Cornell. That game will be at 2 p.m. on ESPN+. And then two days later, MLK Junior Day, Monday, they'll be here against Yale. That game live on SNY and ESPN+. Wow. And Aliyah, I hear you got some uh, some sideline reporting to yeah, do on Monday. Yeah, I'm excited getting back into it. Um, last time I did it was for the Ivy League Championship game, regular season. So Well, hopefully it's I'm not excited. that close of a game. Yeah. That was that was a scary game. So hopefully <laughs> this one will be will be nice and good and have plenty to talk about. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, that game ended differently. I don't think you would have been allowed back. No, <laughs> I would have been cursed. <laughs> but uh, two home games this week for the women. The men's team uh, they did open up their season on Tuesday at Cornell against a top 100 net team on the road. Looked really good. I mean that game was like a three to six point game. It felt like nearly mm -hmm. the entire way. Uh, they're they're continuing their start to Ivy League play on the road. They'll be at Yale on Monday for MLK Day. That game is at 7 p.m., so you can start your day with us here at Levy yep. Gymnasium at 2 p.m. watching the women take on Yale, and then later that day on ESPN+, Plus, check out the men playing Yale. I wonder if anybody is actually going to come to this game here and at 2 p.m. And, and then, then go, go to the men's Yale. game at Yale for 7 p.m. Because you probably Honestly, could. Yeah, especially that's if you live out that way. It's yeah. like, oh, might as well. That's so doable. That's, a, that's doable. We'll need to find a fan that's willing to do that. I, thought, I heard you were going to do it. Yeah, I actually am. Okay, yeah, wow. I'll be there. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll apply for a credential. Yeah, please do. This is the Morningside Hoops podcast for Leah Funchell. I'm Kyle Matrician. You can catch our Morningside Hoops podcast every week now that we're into 2024 on whichever podcast platform you listen to, including SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. 
just search Columbia Athletics and Morningside Hoops to find us anywhere. Yeah, and thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, we're done.